Mr. T, as one of 12 children, had to grow up fast and tough in the Robert Taylor Homes in Chicago. They rivaled or surpassed the Cabrini Green for violence and neglect. Yet, Mr. T excelled and found a way out. Playing football for Dunbar High, he earned a scholarship to Prairie View A&M, which then led to the Green Bay Packers drafting him. In addition to a World Wrestling Championship, he had starring roles on the A-Team in Rocky III. But the books he talks about here are all about giving back and showing the way for kids like himself who grew up poor to hold their heads up and excel. Decided to come out with the books because they needed a positive image nowadays, especially for kids, because kids don't have positive images. You know, the ones that they thought that was positive turned out to be on drugs or drinking or leading kids down the wrong path. I try to practice what I preach, and that's why I'm so controversial. You know, a lot of them didn't come up like I did. I come up on welfare, family of 12. A lot of guys, black guys, they get to Hollywood. I mean, they want to become white. They want to become something that they're not. They figure that'll help them get the parts. You know, I don't do degrading parts. I don't have to hang out in certain uh, parties so I can get a part. Let's, let's take this here. The Be Somebody Kid. He's a kid, he figured he was low on self-esteem. He figured, you know, people didn't like him and things like that. And this talks about the fact why I wear mismatched socks. I had my comeback boots on this morning. They belong to my father. You know, I used to wear them. It keeps me humble. So the reason why I wear mismatched socks is because a lot of poor kids who don't have matched socks and other kids have a tendency to laugh at them, you know, because they're poor. So, but then when the kids see Mr. T wearing the mismatched socks, that takes away the hurt from their child from go to school. A lot of parents have taken their kids out of school because they don't want their kids to be laughed at and humiliated. So like I tell other people, why you're laughing at me, I'm gonna be going to the bank, you know. <laughs> so, you know, but it takes a strong man to do the things I'm do doing. You know, take the ridicule. When I first cut my hair away, people used to laugh. They used to laugh at everything. They don't laugh no more, you know. So that's uh, one part. And then the book about the hand-me-down, the hand-me-down cap right here. When the kid was feeling bad because he had a cap that was beat up, and I showed him my boots, you know. So in the, and what I try to do with the kids, because like I said, they do see me as a bigger than life image, and they listen to me. So I'm not saying I can save all the kids in the world, but if I save some, if I got a kid off of drugs, off the corner, back in school, back to loving his parent, you know, that book was a success to me. Success, sort of a personal thing that you feel in yourself before that somebody out there recognizes you? Well, I knew I was successful when I was born. See, success, different people, success is determined by different ways. Some people figure success is by having a lot of girlfriends. Some people figure success is by having a lot of money. That's not success to me. Success is being healthy and helping others. I feed the hungry, I try to clothe the naked, I visit the sick. That's what success is to me. Not how much money I make. You know, cause a lot of people got a lot of money but they're void and empty inside. They're very insecure and very lonely. I see it every, every day in Hollywood. Why do you think they use drugs? I said it before and I said it again, the reason why I have so much uh, rapport with kids is because kids don't see color. They don't know racial prejudice and hatred. And I said that I don't believe there's a child in the world that hate Mr. T. If you do, it's because his parents tell him. When kids come up, they say, we love you, Mr. T. That's coming from their heart. Well, adult might come along and say, oh, nice going, Mr. T. Not whether it's the book that sold 10 million copies. But I'm looking for the, the, the results where I see a kid say, well, I read it, I like what you said. I was a little lost, but I understand. I keep it with me all the time. I keep on reading it. That means more to me than never sell, makes a lot of money. You know, you are in the spotlight so what you do will influence kids and kids they want heroes they want to shoot like dr j they want to run like walter payton they want to you know drive a car like mario andretti you know so when you become in the spotlight like that you have an obligation to the people to the kids you know
You know when you're in Hollywood. Nothing is Hollywood. Only the A-team is Hollywood. Everything else is me. Everything I do is, is, it reflects me. If I'm very careful of what I do, when I do a movie, the roles I play. Matter of fact, when I play Club Lang and Rocky Three, that was me. The names were changed. I was hungry. I wanted the title. I wanted to get out the ghetto. The toughest man in the world as a teacher in the CBS movie of the week. I was a teacher for school like on the south side. That was me, taking from my life story. Everything I do, the character I play on the 18, didn't want to really get on it, but I'm saying, because I'm a serious-minded person, I don't like to joke around. I do what I have to do. I like kids. I'm not too fond of adults because they kind of phony, you know. But that's me. I just call it the way I see it. And a lot of people don't like that. But like I say, it takes a strong man to tell me, I mean, to, to speak out like I do. People say, you shouldn't talk about drugs because, you know, you got to keep that down. I said, I'd be lying if I saying drugs wasn't in Hollywood. If drugs wasn't in Hollywood, Marilyn Monroe still be here, Freddie Prince, John Belushi. And because you know, they, they portray characters on TV or the movie with a reefer and all that, it makes the kids go out and buy a reefer. Oh, that looked cool. Wow, he had it hanging out of his mouth. He was cool. But I'm honored that kids come around and see me and say, wow, you strong, Mr. T. And I tell them my strength do not come in my biceps and my, my triceps. I'm thankful to God to be healthy. But my strength comes in and I can say no to drugs. I can say no to the wrong crowd. I can say no, I don't want to be out there. That takes a strong man when everybody else around you getting down and partying and, and all these orgies and whatnot. Don't, don't you know that I'm invited to all these things? But did you ever say yes? No, I never said yes. I don't have to. You know, I'm, I'm, even when I was small. See, see and when I was in the ghetto, you know, because the love and respect I have for my mother. You know, that's why I didn't hang out with the wrong crowd, because I would visualize myself being caught one day. I would visualize how hard my mother used to scrub other people's floors, that she wanted the best for me. I would have been less than a man if I had been anything other than my mother wanted me to be. So, you know, so like I said, uh, if, you, if I come out, they're telling kids, oh, say, okay, you can get in the movies, but I don't like to talk about the movie. I like to tell kids about what's happening with them. That's what happens sometimes with us parents. We have a tendency to talk over kids. We don't want to deal with the problems. You know, we quickly avoid off, huh, take this car. You got a car now. You got a big allowance. So I don't have to give you love and affection. I'm giving you money. Money can't buy love. And like, it's, like I said again, a lot of parents get mad because the kids show love and affection towards Mr. T because he give it to the kids. Like lady said something, she said, oh, I wish I had a pen to get your autograph. I said, well, that's all right. You just tell your kids I love them. And the kids know Mr. T is for real. Kids know the difference. Kids know when parents say, oh, the A-team is too violent. I just, nah, nah. The most violent show on TV is the 6 o'clock news. Who we fooling? Who we fooling? But the kids know that if I was to hit a man with all them rings, I got on be blood all over the screen. That's entertainment. That's theater. Just like in wrestling, that's theater. That was another avenue for me to reach people. For me to reach the kid, my message still was the same. I said, I'm gonna beat these bad guys up till I can do any, anything. And then the kids is listening and whatnot. I said, don't forget, say your prayers at night. Don't hang with the wrong crowd. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. Even though we were paying for wrestling, my message still was the same. So it didn't take nothing from me. It just gave me a, a wider audience. Cause my message still was saying, I'm beating up bad guys. Not just jumping in. What would you say to the street kid? would say like when he hears some of that that the, the philosophy that you have that it was sort of square what would, what would be your message to him well well i tell him i do run into people like that i'll be talking they say oh man you don't know what you're talking about i say you're right my message is not for everybody everybody not don't want to hear, listen to mr t so i'll tell you say well man i'm gonna do this i say you're right be a bomb i won't <laughs> waste my time on you right i won't waste my time i want to be with somebody that's gonna need to hear what i got to say oh man get on out we don't want to hear that stuff i say you're right i'll leave i step on a lot of toes and uh i don't fear Reprisal. I don't worry about somebody telling me uh, I might get kicked off the air or I won't be invited to this party. I won't be invited to be with that guy. I am a different breed of a, of a human. I, like to, and I, try to, I try to practice what I preach. 
you know, and I tell people, you know, uh, if I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't hang around, I don't do drugs, you know, so kids need a strong image for that.